Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialists with an office in West Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. All right, Eric, let's talk about some stuff that doesn't work. You've been doing this a long time. You've seen all sorts of uh, things that do work, things that don't work. So we'll go through a few generalized stuff and see how uh, we can kind of address this a little bit. Think about your, like you were just down at Disney, you were talking about, right? Mm-hmm. So, think about the hotel thermostats, right? Most of those things, uh, you know, they kind of have them set where they you can't really change them or they don't change very easily, right? Or you have nowadays you have to put like the, the room key in it or whatever right. to activate it and stuff like that. But a lot of times they don't really seem to do a whole lot, you know, like I, I'm forever dying in a hotel, <laughs> right? It seems like a weird thing, but well, I don't know why they do that. You know, cost effectiveness, I guess. I guess so, because they're heating the entire area. They don't want these little pockets of of stuff. And um, I mean, ours, when we were there, my wife was complaining about this, too, because we always like it a little bit cooler. And the most you could turn it down to is 68 degrees. Right. But we left, you know, went to a park and came back. Now, they also have protocol now where before they only come into your space like every three days because we're in a a rent or a timeshare type of a thing, Disney Vacation Club. And so you have a villa, you know, and so you don't get the normal service like you do if you're in the hotel. But the protocol now is they come in and take out your trash every day. And that's really just a, a check-in, you know, due to things, you know, people like the person in Vegas that did what he did and, hmm, you know, right, that yeah. type of stuff. But every time they came and took the trash, they always turned the the uh, AC or the thermostat up to 72. Yeah, they, or they have like an auto <laughs> default where they go back to something. And so yeah. I was thinking about like from a retirement standpoint, sometimes having that, you know, auto adjust or those auto. Uh, that would be like the target date fund. Target date fund. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you select it and say, okay, I'm going to retire in 2030. And then you, uh, you know, you select your 2030 fund. You're like, okay, I'm set. Well, what's happening is that target date fund's going to get to this mix at 2030 and then it's just going to stay static. So hopefully you live past 2030, so your needs are going to change. So target date funds were a great tool to help people make an easy decision on what to put in. I'm just going to choose one thing, right? Right. Um, and it's simple. And it actually got the employers off the hook because few employers are actually sued by the employees for breach of fiduciary duty by not giving them investment advice on oh, wow. the plan. So they turned to the mutual fund industry who has all the mutual, has all the uh, 401k plans said, hey, fix this. And like, okay, we'll come with target date funds. So, hey, if you're 20 years old and you're retiring, well, I don't know, probably uh, maybe 2060, 40 years out, okay, choose 2060. And then that will change closer to that. More stocks and bonds in the beginning and less stocks, more bonds towards the end. But what you need to look at, is it going to change through retirement or is it static, like the thermostat? It's probably static. So it's going to stay at that mix for the rest of the time. Your needs are going to change. That's why you need to, once you get to that certain level, 
you need to graduate to a more professional level, which is a retirement income planner like what yeah. we are, mm-hmm. and then uh, you'll go to a specialist as opposed to just the generalist like you're doing right now. Yeah, because I mean, the, it's just like the thermostat. It'll kind of be fine, right? It'll kind of put you at a decent number, but it may not be the ideal number for whatever it is that you need, right? Same kind Correct. of idea. So, all right. How about another one here? Uh, two spouses that say they'll take care of each other as their health declines. You know, we've talked about this a little bit before. You know, you're a big guy. I'm a big guy. My wife's like, I, I can't pick you up off the floor now at 45. She's like, how am I going to pick you? up when I'm 75, you know? So it's a sweet sentiment to say we're going to take care of one another as we age, but it's not, it doesn't really work. It doesn't make a lot of sense because physically it's daunting. Well, at least your wife is giving you an excuse. My wife just, I'm not doing it. <laughs> True. Whether she physically could or couldn't, she's like, I ain't doing that. Just ain't doing it. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm kidding, honey. Um, <laughs> but yes, it is a great sentiment. But when that happens, you're both going to be kind of feeble at that age too. Exactly. And, you know, so you're going to need something. So what people like is just, you know, no one really likes the thing about paying like for an insurance to cover that because what if I don't do that? But the new products that are out there today do have some nice underlying protections to them, which if you get in that environment, there's things that could increase your income. So let's say you can't do the two of six activities of daily living. That would be eating, dressing, bathing, transferring, toileting, and continence, okay? So you have trouble with two of those six for an extended period of time. If you have this income structure already, they're going to double your income. Now, it's not going to cover everything, but it can certainly help with someone coming in a couple hours out of the day just to you know, help you with those things. So, And then you don't have to pay for those. They come kind of complementary in the plan. So that's attractive to a lot of folks. Or, of course, you take the other avenue, which is, hey, we're going to sock some money away. Either we're going to self-insure, which is what your default option is, which means our money is going to be used for our care, or we're going to transfer that risk to an insurance company, maybe look at long-term care insurance or maybe a life insurance policy that can have some long-term care acceleration clauses. But everyone's default is they're going to self-insure against this. And so at some point, if you do need that care, you're going to have to pay for it. If you want the state to pay for it, then you have to go through your assets. And so hopefully you're not there. But say we're going to take care of each other so we don't need to save for those or prep for it. Probably want to have doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. And so one of the things that we do in our planning process is we can go into, we have a tab on that in in the software. Okay, what if you go to a nursing home at, let's say, age 80? And what if you're in there for four years? What does that look like for the surviving spouse, given a certain rate of return assumption that we're putting in there? How much money I left over after paying for that stay out of pocket? And if the answer is okay, then you know you can just self-insure. Yeah. But if it's not, then you need to look at maybe some alternative ways. Well, we're talking about stuff that doesn't work, and you know maybe it kind of gets ballparky, but it really, at the end of the day, doesn't really work. And and of course, taking care of each other again—it's a noble sentiment, but it doesn't necessarily work. Especially anybody who's ever had to do any kind of long-term care for anyone will realize how daunting it is. So it's just not a, a good look, a good move to do to go with. Same kind of thing with trying to guess your lifespan, Eric. You know, based on you know your family history. My brother died at fifty. My dad at 63. My grandfather at 60. Doesn't look that good for me. But I'm going to make sure that if I'm wrong, I'm not sitting at 80 broke. Right. Right. So you don't want to, if we had expiration dates tattooed on us, planning would be really simple. Yeah, like milk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we don't. And so, yeah, I mean, there's there's uh, you know, family history should be one component, right? So if you have an algorithm, that would be one of the positions. You can kind of factor maybe. in, sure, but yes. it's not the be all. Correct. Correct. Because, um, you know, I mean, yeah, if it was your brother and your uncle and your and your father, your grandfather, something like that. But I mean, there's some hereditary things. But also, what would their lifestyle? What were they eating? What were kind of, you know, 
physical exercise that they do? What kind of job did they have? It was a more blue collar than white collar. What were they exposed to along the way from environmental things like asbestos and, mm-hmm. you know, smoke yeah. and that kind of stuff? You know, I worked in the restaurant industry for a lot of years. I was a bartender, you know, and that's when you could smoke in bars. So I probably have some secondhand smoke stuff. <laughs> back uh, when you me. could smoke in a bar, right? Yeah. Exactly. And my mother smoked when we were kids, too, you know, back when you could. So, yeah, all those things go into the factor. So, you know, the best thing is just to take your health as, <laughs> as, as a priority in retirement because healthier you are, the less money you'll spend on your health in retirement. So if you spend the money, spend the time now, it actually saves you money in the long run. Yeah, exactly. Well, we're talking about, again, stuff that doesn't work. And, you know, sometimes you could just look at this outside of the financial realm and say, look, I mean, you ever try to change somebody's mind about a political issue by posting something on Facebook? It doesn't work, right? No. Like, you can post anything you want. You're not going to really change somebody's mind. And if you're thinking about it from a financial standpoint, sometimes if you and the, and the spouse or whatever are not on the same page, just kind of, you know, saying the same thing over and over may not get it done. A lot of times, Eric, that's you know, really where you come into play is because you can kind of bring the experience, the knowledge, but it's also that, that sounding board to say, okay, look, let's, let's try to get on the same page versus trying to force your ideas on someone else. Yeah, we are. Um, sometimes we're quasi counselors or therapists, if you will, but you know, in, in talking through things, because we always ask each person, you know, and what's shocking sometimes is somebody will answer something and the other spouse will look at them and said, well, you never told me that. And the other one will say, that we never asked. The first time so, hearing of it, right, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, yeah, you want to make sure that retirement, you guys have some, some commonality and things. Not saying that, hey, I want to do this and I want to do this, but let's say if we got money for both those things, right? But um, so just going through your goals, objectives, also where you've been, your experiences, those kinds of things, those go into it. But part of the retirement planning process is finding out what those things are and then to see what kind of income you have coming in and how much you have to take off of what you have accumulated to make up the gap, the income gap, and then how long that money will last based on an assumed rate of return and what kind of return you have to earn. So all of that is included in the retirement risk review. You're going to look at your taxes and see how we can save you maybe tens, maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars in taxes just by maybe conversions and those types of things. So it's a very eye-opening experience for a lot of folks and gives you the confidence to approach retirement Um, that maybe you didn't have before. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now. 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast, making sure that you're retirement ready. Did you know that Eric Peterson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Retirement Ready Radio Show, Sundays at noon on AM 1040 
WHO. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk in including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.